0: Well, it's a beautiful day as we celebrate Palm Sunday, and as Dwayne already mentioned, we celebrate the time when the Lord was welcomed into Jerusalem and celebrated as they waved the palm branches as he entered in. But we know the rest of the story is that he was going into Jerusalem to be rejected and to to die. Right to die. Have you ever thought about why there's so much death in the world? The thing about just this week, Monday. A 28-year-old lady goes to the place where she had grown up and went to school. She walks in and she kills three nine-year-old students, three adults working in the school. When the police arrive on the scene, they shoot and kill her. Why does there have to be so much death in the world? On that same day, a tornado ripped through Mississippi. It destroyed 300 homes and took almost 21 lives for certain perhaps more that we don't know yet why, why does there have to be so much death in the world wednesday of this week around 10 p.m uh, two black hawk helicopters crashed just right here in Trigg county tragically killing nine u.s soldiers and that brings us once again to that question why does there have to be so much death in the world it seems that we're surrounded by death and i expect that most of us here today have lived long enough to realize that we're all going to die and yet this past week as we've seen these tragedies take place around the world we've seen politicians and protesters alike presenting reasons for why and offering solutions why to keep this from ever happening again but even if we believe some of these explanations or find credence in some of their suggestions, we're still left with that nagging question. Why does there have to be so much death in the world? Well, here's what God says. Romans 5, verse 12, it says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sinned. When we turn on the news, it seems like death is all around us, and that's because it is. We, we can't escape death, but that's not the worst news. The worst news is that we don't cease to exist at death. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, here's what it says about death. It says, and just as is appointed for man to die once, and, and listen to this, and after that, so after death, after that comes judgment. I've heard so many excuses for why people uh, don't want to be in church, don't want to serve the Lord. And I've discovered that you can, you can rationalize anything that you want to. You can explain away anything you want to. You can justify anything that you want to. Uh, but the Lord is not fooled. The Bible says about his presence, Psalm 97, verses 3 through 5, it says, fire goes before him and burns up his adversaries all around His lightnings light up the world, and the earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The wrath of God is more severe than anything that you can imagine. And yet today, we we all have a reason to celebrate. It's because the same Bible that tells us that death entered the world through sin describes jesus in this way it says jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come you see death came from sin but eternal life comes through jesus christ and that's what we celebrate today is that we have a reason for hope even in the midst of all the tragedy that we see in the world know that our hope is not bound up in this life but there is something beyond In Romans 6.23, the first part of it says, For the wages of sin is death. But listen to the second part of the verse. The second part says, But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So as we come together for Palm Sunday next Sunday, we come together to celebrate Easter. What we're celebrating is that we have the hope of eternal life because of what Jesus did for us. When he went to the cross, he solved our greatest problem, and he solved the problem that none of us are able to solve for ourselves. He provided a way for sinful, corrupted people to have a relationship with a holy, righteous, and perfect God because he went in our place and paid for sin that he had never committed so that we could receive a gift that we didn't earn that's what we celebrate today is that jesus made it possible in the midst of all this death for us to experience life and so in the passage we're looking at today in romans chapter 5 the bible explains all of this process and how we got here so romans chapter 5 for the next few moments we're going to look at verses 12 through 21 and i want to ask you to join me in standing as we read this together Uh, Just out of recognition that the Bible is not an ordinary book, but that God speaks to us through his word. Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 12, here's what it says. Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. leading to eternal life through jesus christ our lord let's pray together father we give thanks today that we have the hope of grace and righteousness and eternal life a hope that was provided by the sacrifice of your son and lord today i pray that you give us understanding and i pray that you give us faith Help us to believe your word, to live by it. For it's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, the Bible is very clear that sin is the cause of death the Bible teaches that sin came through Adam and has continued through us. Now, many people today don't believe in sin. They don't believe it's even a concept or they think it's some kind, of, kind of archaic idea. But the Bible talks about sin from beginning to end. And so you've either got to disregard everything that the Bible says or you've got to acknowledge that there's such a thing called sin and that you and I are guilty of it. And so the Bible teaches us that through the first man that God created, Adam, sin entered the world. It says here in verse 12, it says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man. So the Bible says that sin came into the world through one man. Now, many people talk about God making things. And I'm very thankful that they're at the point that they recognize that God has created us. But people will often take that statement and say, well, God has made me this way. I want you to understand the Bible does not teach that. The Bible does not teach that we are the way God has made us. The Bible doesn't teach that the world is the way that God has made us. What the Bible teaches is that God created the world and that God created us and that sin corrupted all of it. The Bible doesn't teach us that we are the way that God has made us. The Bible teaches us is that we are the way that sin has left us. And so the Bible says here that sin came into the world through this this one man. And then it says, and death through sin. You see, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Death is what we earn. God never intended for us to be living in a culture of death. All the things that you saw on the news this week, that was not God's plan. God didn't plan for us to be living in the midst of school shootings. God did not plan for us to be living in the midst of national disasters. And God did not intend for all of us to be dying from cancer and heart attack. That that was not God's plan. God's plan was to, to have life. Sin is the reason that all these things are in the world now. And yet the reason that Jesus came was to redeem us from all these things and to give us hope, hope. And so the Bible teaches us here about sin. It says, first of all, it spread to all men because all sinned. And notice verse 13, what it teaches us. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given. Now, uh, there was a man named Moses, and uh, Moses lived a, a long time after Adam and Eve and you can go to uh, genesis and you can read about all the people kind of leading up to moses and all the generations there were several hundred years between adam and eve and between moses and moses was the man through which god gave the law but the bible says that sin was in the world before the law it's not the law that makes us sinners it's the law that makes us aware of sin for it says for indeed sin was in the world before the law was given but sin is not counted where there is no law and say well what about all those people that that were before moses they didn't they didn't have the old testament law let alone the new testament and so they didn't really necessarily know so 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 do they have the same problem that we have well, according to the Bible, they do because ignorance is not innocence. For even before the law, people still suffered the consequences of their sin. So it says in verse 14: Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come i want you to think about this there's an awful lot in this passage but the bible talks about adam who was a who was a type who was a type you say what does that mean that somebody's a type have you ever uh, read a book and the author starts hinting at what's coming we call that foreshadowing foreshadowing well god god is able to do much more than than hint god being in control of everything can orchestrate nations and families and all kinds of things to show what's coming and the bible tells us that throughout the old testament god was showing us all kinds of things and so when we talk about about types we're talking about things that that are shadows of what is to come now adam started out life different from all of us he ended up in the same situation but he started out different you see God created this perfect world and he placed Adam in it and Adam took his freedom and his opportunity and he used it to rebel against God and directly disobey God and when he did that's when sin entered the world the bible describes us as humans taking on a sinful nature which has been passed on to all of us so the reason that adam was not like us is because adam had the ability not to sin he had the ability to be righteous he had the ability to be perfectly obedient and yet you and i we we have this sinful nature that, that constantly draws us to sin and drives us to sin and yet the bible says about adam that he was a type of the one who was to come and that's a reference to jesus who like adam because jesus was born a virgin he didn't inherit the sinful nature jesus like adam had the opportunity and the freedom and the ability to serve god but unlike adam he didn't fail he succeeded in every way and that's why when jesus went to the cross his death was different the bible says the wages of sin is death you know what a wage is it's something you earn right you would never expect to go to your boss's office on friday and hear him say oh, i have a gift for you it's not a gift you earned it it's your wage it belongs to you that's what a wage is you earn it and the bible says that when it comes to death Death is the wage of sin. It's what we earn. And the Bible directly contrasts that with the free gift of eternal life, which is something that we didn't earn, but it's something that the Lord Jesus earned the right and the ability to give to us. And so God's free gift is the reason that we can have eternal life. So this is what he says in verse 15. But the free gift... Okay, I want you to understand this. I'm reading from the Bible. I'm reading directly. If you don't believe me, pull up your phone, open your Bible app, or, or grab a Bible on the pew and look it up. The Bible says the free gift. Now, many of you have heard me different times in the invitation talk about the free gift of salvation. I want you to understand that's not my words. I'm just quoting God. He is the one that said it's a free gift. So you can't earn salvation. We've all earned death, but we can't earn eternal life. But the good news is God wants to give it to us as a free gift. He says, but the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus, abounded for many. You say, what does that mean? Well, that means when Adam sinned, he ruined all creation for everyone. He ruined it for us all. We all took on a sinful nature. We all came under the penalty of death. But just as Adam, through his disobedience, ruined it for everybody, Jesus, through his death on the cross, created hope for everybody. He made it possible for us to receive the gift of eternal life that's that's what we celebrate palm sunday is that jesus went into jerusalem to die in our place and this free gift is what makes us right with god the bible says in verse 16 and the free gift is not like the result of that one man's sin for the judgment following one trespass brought condemnation but the free gift following many trespasses broad justification do you know what it means to be justified it means to be made right now here's what the bible says about this it says there is a way that seems right to man but the end thereof is death there's a way that seems right to man but the end thereof is death. You know what that means? It, it means that, that many people think that they know the right way to heaven, but they don't. Many people think that they know the right way to get right with God. And I can tell you that what they think is works. If you ask the average person on the street today, do you think you'll go to heaven? If they say yes, ask them why. And unless they have understood God's word and trusted in the Lord Jesus for salvation, they'll almost certainly answer something like this. They'll say, well, I've done a lot of good things. I've done some bad things, but I've done more good things than bad things. Because the way that seems right to man is for us to earn our way. The way that seems right for man is for us to do some good to undo the bad that we've done. Now, there are a few people in this world that think they're perfect, but most of us recognize and realize that we have done things in our life that are not right. And so the way that seems right into man is for us to pay for those things. For us to cover those things up by good deeds, perhaps by making some type of sacrifice. But the Bible says that's not the way that we receive eternal life. It says that it's not something we can earn, but it's a it's a free gift. And this is God's plan. is for us to experience life if we'll just believe him and trust him and put our faith in him. Verse 17 says, for if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one man, much more will those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. You see, the gift of eternal life is available because of the sacrifice of Jesus. He was righteous on our behalf he did what none of us have been able to do so in verse 18 it says therefore as one trespass talking about adam's sin as one trespass led to condemnation for all men so one act of righteousness talking about jesus living a perfect life and giving himself on the cross leads to justification and life for all men For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Sometimes as we become aware of sin, which is the role of the law, is to make us aware, we can become overwhelmed. We're consumed with guilt. I've heard people say, God wouldn't save somebody like me. I've heard people say, when I've explained about the gift of salvation, I've heard people say, Pastor, you don't understand what I've done. Here's what the Bible says about that. In verse 20, it says, Now the law came in to increase the trespass, not, not to make us sin more, but To make us understand more how much we're actually sinning against God. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Do you know what that means? It means that God's grace is greater than our sin. It is greater than our sin. It means that it doesn't matter what you've done, you could still receive the free gift of eternal life. And you could have hope that one day you would not face the wrath of God, but instead you would be received by the Lord Jesus. It's through the grace of God that we receive this eternal life. And so the Bible says in verse 21, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says that God wants his grace to reign in our life and to bring us into righteousness. So why is there so much death in the world? It's because of sin. Death is a consequence of sin. So why why do we have so many problems in the world? It's because of sin. You say, Pastor, why do I have so many problems? It's because of sin. It's because you're a sinner surrounded by sinners that's why we have so many problems it's all about sin that's why we have so many problems in the world but god's grace is so much bigger than sin and it's greater than our sin that's why he wants to forgive us and he wants to cleanse us and he wants us to have the hope of eternal life and when you begin to put your faith in him and you're adopted into god's kingdom And you become an heir of what he has in store for us. Then you can look on the news and you can see all this death all around us. And you can realize that you too are one day going to die. And you can have hope. Because you know that this is not all there is. That one day when your heart stops beating and your lungs stop breathing, that you will not cease to exist But your soul will simply separate from your body and you'll go to be with the Lord. That one day when he returns and he resurrects that body, that you'll not be resurrected unto death, but you'll be resurrected unto life. It won't be because you deserve it. It won't be because you did anything to earn it. It'll be because God is more gracious than you are sinful. He wants to give us the gift of eternal life. You know why people don't receive it? They, they don't believe it. We're living in a day where we have all kinds of scams going on. I get mail telling me that I've won all kinds of things. You ever get email like that? You, you know what we do with that mail at our house? We, we don't email, we just toss it if you're ever going to send me a letter you better hand write it because if it ain't handwritten, we don't even read them we just toss them you ever pick up the phone and somebody's calling you to tell you you've won something do you know what i do i just hang up the phone you know why because i don't believe them I, i'm skeptical i don't think i've won anything i don't believe it's true that's the same reason that people will hear this message And simply walk away. Because they don't believe it. They don't believe it. When you come to believe that God's word is true, that's when you'll receive the message within it. That God really does love you. He really did send his own son to die in your place and heaven really is a free gift you can't earn it but you can receive it because he's offering it to you let's pray together father i pray if there's anybody here today that's never received the gift of eternal life the free gift that has no strings attached i pray today that you give them the faith to believe And to trust in you i pray that before they leave this building they might call out to you in prayer and be saved for it's in your son's name that we pray amen today we're going to do two things Uh, one we're going to give you an opportunity to respond to the lord and then after we've given you an opportunity to respond to the lord uh, we're going to celebrate the lord's death through a symbol that he gave us in his word, the beautiful picture of the Lord's Supper. And so today, I want to ask you, have you ever received the free gift of eternal life? The Bible says that God loves you, that his grace is greater than your sin, and that if you'll believe in faith, you can receive the free gift of eternal life. You maybe you thinking, well, Pastor, I want to. I've been praying about it, been thinking about it, but I, I'm, just, I'm still trying to get myself cleaned up and get ready. Uh, that's, that's just not how it works. Uh, that, that's like saying uh, I'm trying to cure my heart to get ready for open heart surgery. That you got it backwards. That's not how it works. God is the one who does the healing. God is the one who does the cleansing.